0: You are now tuned in to The Wrestling Purists.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Retro Review. We are The Wrestling Purists. My name is Ryan.
0: My name is Jeff.
1: And today we are taking a look at Survivor Series 2001. Uh, We are in the midst of the 2021 version. So this is 20 years uh, since this card has taken place. Um, and on top of that, with all of the, uh, well, with with Ring of Honor shutting its doors, letting guys and, and ladies go as they please. Um, we just saw Jay Lethal on Dynamite uh, this past Wednesday and rumors at the Briscoes. We're backstage, so it's almost like a mini invasion um, of of a of AEW, courtesy of Ring of Honor. Um, so this is um, this is the end of the invasion angle here you know, in two thousand and one. This would be the WWF uh, versus the Alliance. That would be uh, the combination of WCW and ECW. Um, what a time to be alive! Uh, what what are your fondest memories during this time of professional wrestling, Jeff?
0: Um, well, I mean the two the two thousands in, in general, we'll get into the pay per view obviously here in a second. Uh, so much leather, just leather to the high heavens um, <laughs> on this card. I mean, whoever uh, whoever is making ring gear at that time. I mean, I I hope you stacked your money because. You damn sure got a good, good little chunk of change, you know. But yeah, this is a weird time. Well, well, I'll take it back. I wouldn't say it's a weird time, but it's it's almost post Attitude Era, but not. You know, I, I I guess we're still kind of in kind of in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just them trying to find their way. This angle of WCW and the Alliance, um, any you know you ECW kind of teaming up against the, the powerhouse that is WWF. Um, yeah. Interesting time. Interesting time. Because I, I think they don't know. You know, generally they have an idea where they're going. But I think here, I think they're kind of spinning tires and they're just throwing stuff up against the wall. But I guess we'll we'll, we'll get into it later.
1: Yeah. So the whole Invasion storyline, if you're listening to this, you are probably more, more than aware um, but if you are not, that's fine. It kind of happened um, be, before WrestleMania X Seven uh, when when Vince sent Shane down to to finalize the paperwork to buy WCW, and then that's when uh. you, yep, and then that's when you get the simulcast uh, and you know, the the infamous line from Shane. The contract does say McMahon, but it says Shane McMahon. And mm-hmm. then you get that you get that beautiful image of Vince in the ring, like just eyes wide open, just like holy yeah. smokes, what just happened? Um yeah, very uh this is I mean, obviously, you know, the two the the two thousands and the late 90s, there wasn't a storyline, a major storyline, I should say. Uh, without the McMahon's being involved in some way, shape, or form.
0: And again, you know, in hindsight, they absolutely did this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were wrong for again, I, I think the 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 program that they were trying to do with Shane going down there buying WCW. I think that like all that is great. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't executed correctly. Yeah. Uh so then we and get
1: to we get to mean
0: X7. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I meant WCW.
1: There we go. WCW. We uh, go. WrestleMania X Seven comes. Um, Shane 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 defeats Vince in a match. There's a lot more there. We'll have to get to at a later day. Um, Do we? But then, but then the main <laughs> event. <laughs> there's Trish parking like a dog, and uh, Linda's in a you know, comatose state and Mick Foley's there and just so much going on. Um, but then comes to the main event, uh, the rock versus stone cold for the WWF title. Um, and with the help of Vince, uh, Vince McMahon and about two dozen steel, steel chair shots, of the rock stone cold win wins the title. He's effectively a heel. Um, but then we kind of get to this point where Stone Cold defects over, over to the Alliance and, you know, everybody's like, how could you do this? And everybody's all shocked, shocked and awe. Um, and then we get to, I believe it was invasion. Um, invasion was where, uh, where it was the other five on five. I'm, i'm 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 pretty sure and that is where we get the other the other turn and that would be Kurt angle um defecting over over to the alliance uh, <laughs> just uh, actually i stand I stand corrected um Austin turns here. Angle turns later down the road about a month before I've got my dates lined up. I apologize.
0: Um, and, and he was the, we'll get into it, but he was the guy that kind of helped facilitate this whole thing as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that, but, but this is goes to show you um, how just batshit insane this whole thing is and how We started in, you know, March or April with, you know, WrestleMania X7. Now we're in November and we're already over. Yep. It was more, and people are going to have their opinions on the, on the invasion storyline as a whole. But um, if they could have waited this out a little bit longer to get the bigger contracts, um, you know n w o came in I believe February of the following year. uh we would get hogan rocket x eight so he would be involved with that, so we're only really pushing things back maybe six, six to eight months to get started and
0: yeah roughly um,
1: so it's um, what what are your thoughts on the invasion storyline? as a whole before we get into the card here again,
0: it's not that it was like, like, Oh my God, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's what you were just alluding to. It's the back and forth and then the turns and crisscrosses. And it just kind of wasn't any consistency to it. And I think, and I mean, don't wrong, like that's professional wrestling, mm-hmm. but with this angle, I think you just kind of had to ride it out and, and and push it to the limits. Like, if you want to have Austin come over, uh, uh, I get why he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he has ties to WCW. Fair. You know, it's kind of, it, it, it wrote itself. It's writing itself. Mm-hmm. But just some of the other stuff that they were doing, like I said, you, you could tell it was, you know, not fly-by-night booking, but I don't know, you know, like, well, you know, what do you think about this booking? <laughs> you know, and you you start running that by a couple people, and you know, a couple turns here and there, and now it's kind of lost its steam. Like mm-hmm. I said, they weren't wrong for for push for, for writing this storyline. Again, I think that line, like you said, it says McMahon, but it's Shane McMahon. I mean, that was great. That was absolutely gold. Yeah, it just was. Um, it was. It was executed poorly. And mm-hmm. and you know, like me and you talk about you know, off, off air here, there's nothing wrong with, with knowing what's going to happen. You know, so, so sometimes, I mean, you you know, what's going to happen, but if it's done tastefully and correctly, you know, it's, it's palatable, you know, it's not as bad, yeah. but so.
1: Yeah. Well, um, let's not waste any more time here. We're going to get right into it. Um, the match on heat um, it was the team of just incredible, Landstorm and Raven, going over the WWF team of Albert, Scotty Tuhati and Spike Dudley. Um, it's a little one-sided there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on paper. Um, but we have, but we have Jr. and we have Paul Heyman on commentary. Um, so. The reason Paul Heyman has been on commentary, um, Jerry Lawler left and left the company, um, the uh, because his then wife, the cat, uh, was unhappy and quit. Uh, then the marriage fizzled out and Jerry Lawler came back. So, um, right after the show is when he comes back.
0: Um, devoted husband, uh, I respect. Yeah,
1: yeah, you gotta have your ride or die. Uh
0: I will uh, say this. Um this this Lawler and Heyman. I mean, after about 15 minutes, I was ready for it to be over. Yeah. But I guess we'll, we'll we'll get to that a little bit later.
1: Yeah. Um, but we open up the show, Christian representing the alliance, because at last he's on his own.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's defending his uh, European championship against Al Snow. Um, this match has no build, no story. It was put in place minutes before uh, the show kicked off. Um, really? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was. Wow. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this is, this is a fine match to me. Um, you know, Al, Al Snow, he's, he's a veteran guy. Um, Christian's kind of up on his high, high horse, you know, very, very egotistical. So, um, for Al Snow to get a couple in on, in on Christian throughout this match is not, um, out of the realm of make-believe here. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a pretty believable match and I'll, I'll say it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. It it was, uh, again, Christian, you know, I'm not necessarily the greatest fan of his work, but I mean, he's one of those guys that's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything non-safe, you know, all his stuff looks good. Hmm. You know, he, he reminds me like, if you're playing, you know, WWE 2k, when you're watching, you're creating your guy and you're watching the generic wrestler do the moves, like, to me, that's kind of who he is. Mm-hmm. He's a really good wrestler in the sense of he can do everything well, you know, You know, and, and make it look easy. This match, again, not the greatest, not the worst. It was right in the middle for me. It was fine. And, and, and Al Snow, um, I think he's actually probably under, more underrated than he is. You know, I think he's actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of his stuff in Smoky Mountain and just kind of also outside of WWE um was 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 really good mm. also I, I i didn't forget but i forgot christian rocking the fishnet shirt um yes. i absolutely love it your boy <laughs> may or may not have rocked that on wrestlemania 2000 on um, my creative wrestler but uh, <laughs> but yeah so good match and like like uh like Heyman said um Christian had, he had all those fans from Europe, you know, from Venice, Venice, Italy, and all those, all those fans behind him during this match. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, um, but this match was better than expected. I think I I looked at this and I was like, Christian Al Snow, like, like what, <laughs> what's the story? And then I you know, did the research. I was like, Oh, okay. Just thrown together ha- haphazardly before the show started.
0: Well, I, I was surprised. Um, well, I guess I'm not surprised, but like when you, when we first started this, when you just said that, like it was just random match, because when I, when it came on, I did the same thing. I was like, man, I was like, I don't remember. I mean, I mean, you're talking something 20 years ago, so mm-hmm. I, it's not out of the realm of forgetting, but I was like, man, I don't remember them guys having like a any type of program or anything like that. Oh, well, because they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, we get Al Snow that uh hits the snow plow. Uh Christian gets to the ropes, uh, gets out of the ring, gets back in and just kicks Al Snow in the head. Um and that is it. <laughs> like like uh very interesting um finish. Uh I mean, you know, hits, you know, um the, the prettier, but it, it was it was very anticlimactic, I think, uh, I think. I think the match deserved a better finish than that.
0: Yeah, you knew the prettier was coming, but what they did to get to that point was... Well, I guess, the, you know, that, that two, three minutes leading up to that, you were like, ooh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Christian does
1: retain. Uh, we kick it backstage... Uh, we had Steve Austin and Debra walk, walking around. Um, they walk into his locker room. We got Alliance people in there. Steph asks him if he is turning on the Alliance. Now, this is because on the Go Home episode of SmackDown, uh, him and Vince kind of locked eyes for a brief second, and they both smiled at each other, and um. <laughs> It, it's kind of, it's kind of far-fetched here and it's and it's a red herring. i'm just gonna get this out of the way because i think we all know what's coming um you know i don't really think a smile you know means that much uh it it, it was very awkward to be like oh you guys smiled so are you turning on us or
0: uh, <laughs> yeah well and then when you have then when it's when you when you see him in the interview and they're just saying are you turning like ah don't don't yeah. uh, th- don't say that like I, I don't care like use any other context besides that you know because because now i get that they're trying to lay the seeds so that he might turn but don't say that mm-hmm. say whose side are you really on or you know like insinuate hey are you turning on us <laughs> like, oh, huh? yeah i was like Ugh.
1: Yeah, but he, but he but he says he's not. Uh then we go to Vince and Linda. They're they're talking about all the high stakes on tonight's show. Um Mike Michael Cole comes comes back. Uh and Vince says, um if they lose, then Cole could be out of a job. But um he then doubles down and says he's going to win.
0: I miss this vince i i forgot how much i like this vince mcmahon in the sense of i mean i love vince mcmahon in general mm-hmm. but i mean i love this kind of calm condescending businessman vince mcmahon compared yes. to compared yeah. to oh it's me it was me austin like don't me wrong i love that vince too but yeah. it was refreshing to see him in this in his in this situation where you know you can't trust him mm-hmm. you know but you're listening to him and he he does i mean and it's in real life i mean he just sounds so believable like so believable
1: agreed agreed and i think that um, they they do a great job of of kind of of kind of having him tell his own story and build his own storyline between uh, between what's going on in the ring with with your feud between the Alliance and the WWF and then, and then his own mental game outside of the ring where, um, you know, he's trying to get Austin to defect back and, um, you know, is he going to, you know, just a lot of, a lot of character building here. And this is the best Vince McMahon we, we could get because it takes the, It takes the the over-the-top, eccentric Vince that we like, brings it down a notch, but then we're not getting, like, hokey ECW champion Vince, you know, and we raise that up a little bit, and I think this is the perfect median to get the, um, to get kind of your heel authority figure, um, but still be, like, the leader
0: of men. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I, I think it's like you said, it's, it's like you said, you, you, you take the, you take top, you, you take the highest out, you take the lowest out and you average out. And I think that's who this okay. man is. You know, that middle part is, is he's playing that role. Perfect.
1: Up next, we get uh, William Regal representing the Alliance, uh, taking on Todd uh representing the WWF and, um, and this is a quick match, albeit very physical, hard-hitting, stiff. <laughs> this is yeah. this is real. I mean, I... This is this, this is just under three minutes, and it's the stiffest three-minute match I think I've well,
0: seen. Well, I mean, hell, a minute in and, and Regal's nose is busting. You know I mean, maybe 45 seconds.
1: Yeah, um, but – pretty much Regal was Regal was the commissioner of WWF earlier in the year. Uh, Now he's the commissioner of the Alliance rocking the WCW shirt, Um, you know, and then, and then Todd was, was Regal's protege at one point. Uh, So let's have match. Uh, But, um, but like I said, very stiff, very hard hitting, very quick. Um, Regal hits a double underhook powerbomb to get the win. Um, I I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Give these guys another five minutes, please. Um, but at the same time, who knows, may, maybe it could have gotten cut early. Uh, we don't know what's going on there.
0: Um, anytime I can see Regal, I'm, on, I, I'm I'm game. Anytime I can see Tajiri, I'm game. And anytime I can see them wrestle each other, i'm all in oh yeah
1: yeah um after the match regal hits another power bomb um it looked very weak it looked like a complete opposite of the match that they just had um then the power bombs
0: thinks, yeah Look, the power bombs that they just showed and everybody did on this whole card yeah. were not uh, were not up to they weren't mike austin i'll tell you that
1: no um but then we finally get Tori Wilson uh, coming out to check on Ty Jerry. Uh Rico goes back in, hits a powerball on her. I'm like, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> I totally didn't need it, but totally am all for it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it.
1: Um uh get a get a video package, um setting up. Um, our next match, uh, there's a there's a Stacey Giebler seg, uh, quick segment in there. Um, nothing, nothing very, nothing very inspiring. But um, this is a title unification match, so we get, um, so we get Edge, who is representing WWF. He is the United States champion right right now, um, taking on uh, Test representing the Alliance who is the intercontinental champion. Uh, So just a lot of rigmarole. Um, Whoever wins this is, is is essentially the holder of all the titles. Um, And, and this would make sense because if this is the end, you know, you would want to kind of unify some things, um, you know, kind of move forward with this. Um, I thought
0: I thought this was really good. Uh, yeah, uh, this was a good match. Um, also, before the match day, obviously, did a little little video package, and um, Edge was not good on the microphone at this point. <laughs> it, it's early, edge. no. Yeah, but whew, it was rough. like it really sounded like, "Hey, go out there and say this and read this." But okay. yeah, this uh, this match I enjoyed, and I think Tess gets overlooked you know we we live in a world where people love triple h and his work Mm -hmm. but don't like test and his and i'm not saying you have to like him personally but i mean like you know you look people look down on Test like he was some guy that you know obviously he's not okada and wrestling like that style but Mm -hmm. like you know he's he wasn't that bad of a wrestler i just don't get why he gets all this hate sometimes but this was a good match um shout out to Uh, Paul Heyman letting everybody know that Patterson won the intercontinental champion in a tournament down in Brazil on Rio de Janeiro. (laughs) (laughs) Look it up. If you find it. let me know, but yeah, yeah. Not a bad match at all.
1: No, no. Yeah. Um, once again, exceeded, uh, expectations for myself. We we've said multiple times, we've done this pretty, pretty frequently. Um, Test. Test is one of those guys, like you said, who gets overlooked a lot, and I think um, the comparison with Triple H isn't made enough. I think um, I think it's more who you know uh, in terms yeah. of where they are on the card, uh, and and this is obviously an era where that's that's more of where we are. It's who it's who you know, um, how you can advance up the card here, uh, but but there isn't but. This, this is one of my more favorite matches on the card, honestly. Uh,
0: um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not bad at all. And I, I, I think you're right. And also it could be just wrong. Well, there's politics, especially in this time, you know, but it's all, I think it's just wrong place, wrong time. Kind of like, you know, we are Matt and then, you know, we always talk about like a new Japan, like Godo, um, I mean, Godo, Sonata, Shingo getting get the rub now, but, Mm-hmm. Guys where, you know, if they were – and I mean, and this is what I mean by test. I mean, if he was maybe 10 years older or younger, you know what I'm saying? He's just mm-hmm. there at the wrong time because you got Rock, you got Stone Cold, you got Triple H, Jericho. But, I mean, I think he is one of those – he could be one of those guys. And he definitely fits the mold of, um, you know, uh, what a WWE superstar was supposed to look like in those times at least.
1: Yeah edge hits a spear Tess gets his shoulder up uh goes for the finish edge rolls through gets a cradle um and that's it uh edge wins he unifies the titles um and you know what they they, they told a great story in the ring as well uh test being the strong power guy and edge um Undersized, um, in the weight department, but found a way to win. Um, but yeah, once again, another match on, on paper yeah. doesn't look like it'd be better than good, but I thought this was a little better than good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with it.
1: <sighs> Stephanie McMahon, um, in her locker room, Kurt Angle comes in. Uh, she tells him if they lose, uh, she'll become a regular person. And that really confused me. Um, uh, she's like, I'm going to have to do regular things. And it was very poorly acted. It was bad.
0: Yeah, 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 it was. Um, and it's wild because, again, you, you go back and you watch these shows, and obviously she wasn't to the height of her powers yet because she's actually the she's actually her dad and probably better in the sense of heal a better way better heal but yeah this was bad acting and she she needed to give it a name you can't just say she could have said i'll be like regular people like blank you know you you know i know i don't know you know simpleton or you know schmucks like any she needed to give it a word and she didn't have it Mm -hmm. just regular people you're like okay like that's not you're trying to insult us, but it's not insulting, you know? So, yeah, I think that they missed here.
1: Yeah. Uh, we move to a segment with Jeff Hardy and Lita and, and Matt's, you know, acting weird.
0: And he's stumbling through his premise like he does now.
1: Always. Um, uh, he says it's always been his dream and he doesn't want to be out of a job. Um and then this is when I remember this was kind of like the stipulation for the night is that um, is that essentially the rule is um, whichever side wins the main event, whether it's the Alliance or WWF, um, that that brand or that or that company, they get to keep their jobs, and the other side is fired unless you're holding a title um or when a match we'll get to here in a little bit um
0: i like that though i i thought that that little wrinkle was was, you know
1: amps up the stakes a little bit
0: it, it made it made some of these matches and these title and it made it mean something so yeah i i can get with it
1: yeah and that's when he's like oh you know if if, if we win, nobody's going to take, take our jobs. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, which leads into the tag team title unification match. That would be um, the WWF tag team champions, the Dudley boys representing the Alliance, um, taking on uh, the Hardy boys uh, representing WWF, but they are the WCW tag team champions. Um, I also should mention Stacy Keebler is out uh with with the with the Dudleys she is the Duchess of Dudleyville um yep. always kind of sounded strange um so I got to say this right out of the gate I hated how they structured this match I really didn't like how hey, it's a cage match, you can do whatever you want, but oh, wait, it's regular tag rules. Like, I didn't get it.
0: Well, we're purists for a reason, and yes, I, I, I don't... You know me, I'm old school. A cage is for the final blow-off. A cage is if you're in a cage, it's because you guys need to blow this thing off, and, and this, is the, this is the final countdown, and everything needs to be settled in here. There should be blood, there should be everything but not in the sense of a regular hardcore tag team match inside of a cage that doesn't have any, you know, any bearing on the match. And I'm with you. I, it's not that I didn't enjoy this, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a cage match. It was there. It was tables. It was off. swan off the top. It was, mm-hmm. it, it was everything they could have done minus a cage. Yeah.
1: Um, Tell me though, how many how many swan tons did you do off your couch on to your brother growing up?
0: Oh, so many you can't count. My brother did. If I could have you for a second, my brother did one on me, and he hit his head on the side of the couch, and that required four staples. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, just um, right, just whoosh, right on over four staples there. Uh, um,
1: well, let's get to the real meat, meat, and bones of this, because I think you covered a lot of it. This match could have done without the cage, and it would have been exactly the same. Um, the the real meat and potatoes here is um Stacy flirts with Nick Patrick to take the key uh that's hooked onto his onto his pocket. Um she slides in a table. Um yeah. Matt goes to climb out. Um, Jeff, you know, is on his way to climbing out. Um, But for some reason, Devon is like kind of one leg on the table, but like he's like putting himself on the table. This is, I watched this and I kind of chuckled because I'm like, you're obviously putting yourself on a table. It's not like you're, uh, kind of like shimmying your body closer to the turnbuckle for like a top rope move. Like you're yeah. physically putting your body onto a table.
0: Yep. and And listen, if I'm going to be a purist, I'm going to be fair. That's a lot of the problem now. Mm-hmm. But this, the same thing, this was bad. You can't do it. You know, if you need to take another 45 seconds to set it up, then do it. You can't just do this. It was one of those things, like you said, like I start, I I was watching and I'm like, let me lean back. I was watching and I was looking. And I was like, da, da. you know what I mean? I, I had to I, I had to get close to the screen. Like, what what what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're just putting ourselves on the table. That's all.
1: Yeah, uh, but we get but we get Devon on the table. Jeff's up top. Um, goes for the Swanton. Devon moves. Uh, Matt's looking like he's about to cry on top of the cage. Um Bubba pins Jeff. Um the Dudleys win. They have unified the tag titles after the match. We get Jeff taking on a stretcher. Um and now the tally is three wins for the Alliance, one for the WWF. Uh, but but yeah, I mean the match the, don't don't get us wrong. The match was fine. The match was good. It would have been better if there wasn't a cage in the way or yeah. make it traditional, like cage rules. Like just make it a tornado tag.
0: Um, it, you, you, you're saying it and you know, you're, you know, you're me not joking, but like it was literally in the way, <laughs> like okay. phys- almost physically in the way for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we're about halfway through the show here. Um, I'm going to take a quick moment to tell you guys, if you like what you're hearing, you like what you're seeing, you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash the WP. That's T-H-E-W-P. Any support would be greatly appreciated uh, because we put ourselves through these <laughs> week after week. Um, so we go to WWF New York now. Uh, Mick, Mick Foley is there. Um, Vince has ordered Mick Foley To be at WWF New York Instead of the arena um, Foley says he's mad He's not taking his commissionership As a joke um, If the WWF wins He'll be in Charlotte Which is where they're having Raw the next night um, I don't have some choice words for Vince mm.
0: Yeah
1: This moves on totally.
0: What's up? I wanted to go there so bad as a kid. Oh. Raw or Charlotte? Uh, WWE New York. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. And then the restaurant and the whole nine. but you know. Yeah. Um,
1: we cut backstage. Scotty Tuhati. Um, he's kind of walking she's to down with Tess. Um, he asks him if he's in the Battle Royale. Um, Scotty Tuhati gets beat down. Um, And Tess takes Scotty Juhati's spot in the Battle Royale. Um, So then we get a bunch of guys walking out. Um, This is the Immunity Battle Royale. It's your typical Battle Royale. Let's just burn through this. Um,
0: Yeah. We get... Nothing special. Yeah, we
1: get we get uh, we get the APA, Lance Storm, Billy Kidman, DDP, Albert Tez, Harry Satter, Raven, Chuck Palumbo, Crash Holly, Just Incredible, Sean Stasiak, <laughs> Steven Richards, Tommy Dreamer, The Hurricane, Spike Dudley, Humorous, Chao Guerrero, Funaki, Test, and Billy Gunn. So there's your mid card.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um so the final four are Landstorm, Bradshaw, Test and Billy Gunn. Um I mean they're like 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 you said it this is here it's fine.
0: Yeah. Um It's a rumble.
1: Yeah, essentially. Um Test ends up winning it. He eliminates Billy Gunn last. Um, It wasn't exciting. It was a battle royal and not a royal rumble, you know. But, um, so, this guarantees Test's job, regardless of which side wins overall.
0: Um, He's doing double duty if you haven't been paying attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's telling you something. Um, So, then we get a segment with Shane and Booker T. Booker T says he doesn't trust Austin. Uh, Booker's all about the alliance, but he doesn't want to lose his job to Austin. Shane looks at him, says, says, my entire life is on the line. Uh, And then convinces Booker T that Austin is the guy to lead uh, them to the promised land. They have to stay together as a team. Um, Then moving on, 2 our women's match, uh, this is a six-pack challenge for the vacated uh, women's championship. Uh, this is uh, because China has very recently left the company; she has not been on TV. She on un, un, just unhappy is gone. So uh, for the WWF, it is Trish Stratus, Jacqueline, and Lita and then for the alliance it is ivory molly holly and jazz uh nice little swerve there getting jazz in the mix
0: um so let, let me let me let me ask you what do you think about i want your opinion first what do you think about this this math
1: i i didn't like it there were too many cooks in the kitchen for me personally um i the in ring work was okay. It's being generous. There was a botch, I think, towards the end of this. Um, they each got their own spots, but there was a lot of like standing and waiting, Sta- just standing and waiting for moves to happen. Yeah. And I, and if, I mean, we're three episodes into this, and you should already know that the one thing that grinds our gears is like people just standing there, meandering about just waiting for the next spot to happen instead of like wrestling. There's, there's six women in this match. You're telling me we can't do something to transition to the next move.
0: Okay. So I completely disagree. Oh man, <laughs> um, I enjoyed this match uh-huh. and I don't know why. Like, why, as, as a sense of, like, wh- again, was it the beacon of women's wrestling? No, no, by, by no means at all. I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought that um, Ivory was probably the best worker in here. I, I, I liked all of her stuff. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved really well. You know, there wasn't a bunch of wasted movement and happy feet tiptoeing about all over the place, you know, Kenny Omega style. <laughs> no, there wasn't. It, it, it was. Yeah, there wasn't a, you know, <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I know that I mean, it's probably not saying much, you know, but. I don't know. I mean, I, again, it, it was wasn't the greatest ladies match of all times. Not at all. Yeah. But I just I just want. When I saw everybody in the ring, I guess I just thought like, okay, well, here, it's just, you know, I thought it was going to be terrible because like, oh, it's not a bra and panties match, you know, cause that unfortunately that was a time period, you know, I mean, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? cod, like that wasn't, yeah. you know, that's the time period, unfortunately, but like, no, it actually looked like they were out there trying to have a match. Did it have its warts? Yes. But it, lo- it looked like they, it looked like women trying to put on a good match and not, you know, like hokey BS. Yes, um, the, the intent was there.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you're you're right. The, this is not a good match. Um, what I will say though is, by themselves, these six women are capable of putting on above-average yeah. matches. Absolutely. Um, and I think for me, it my it was it was a length issue. It was just too many women and you're fit, trying to fit them into this four minute time period um, which is which you have six people in a match and you want to go for four minutes uh, yeah um, and then um, there was a uh, Trish goes for Stratisfaction at the end on Ivory uh, <laughs> he slips so then <laughs> they just redo the spot
0: yeah yeah, why not? yeah.
1: Um, but then, but then she actually hits it the second time. Trish wins her first women's championship in two thousand and one, so this is yeah. what got all the satisfaction started um but yeah, um, nothing overly special, but it, meh. i think I think if I had to give it a reaction it was, was, was mm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So up to this point, we are tied. Okay, going into this final match, this is the winner take all Survivor Series elimination match.
0: Um, all more the to settle out. the score.
1: <laughs> Vince does. Vince does his pep talk. Um. He says, this, he says, "He says his confidence in him, but he could be looking at a
0: group of losers."
1: <laughs> I'm like, "What?" But,
0: but he's serious. though. Like again, yeah. like that's why it's great because he's like he's actually kind of serious. Oh, it's the best. It was so good.
1: Yeah, um, he says if they lose the match, uh, they will be personally and professionally disgraced. Um, uh, he said that he's picked them and tonight they will honor the World Wrestling Federation. Uh, Just, just, uh, um, this last, this segment lasted about five or six minutes. Um, so a little long for me, but it was very believable. Yeah. Um, then we get, uh, the video package, um, so the whole, um, so the whole thing about this match is who's going to turn, you know, for for the alliance, who is going to turn? Um, so representing the alliance, it is Shane McMahon, Booker T, um, the current Hardcore Champion, Rob Van Dam. Uh, Kurt angle and then the WWF champion Steve Austin um, they're supposed to be the heel team but um, RVD got a big pop uh, stone cold got a pop <laughs> uh, you know and so let's so before we get to the WWF side let's look at the alliance team so you have Shane McMahon originally a WWF guy um, you have Kurt angle wWF guy Steve Austin, WWF guy. Um, and then you have RVD is the ECW guy and Booker T is the WCW guy. Um, when we look at the Alliance as a whole through this invasion storyline and what I said at the beginning of, of this episode, we, we could have waited another, this is November, so February, four months and you would have Scott Hall Kevin Nash, Hogan, uh, right there. Those Big three possibilities are
0: endless.
1: But now we have a makeshift team um, comprised of, um,
0: and, and half of the members aren't WCW guys. Yeah. Um, well, you know.
1: if if DDP wasn't already buried, I mean, he's a multiple time WCW World Champion. Um, you could have included Raven, multiple-time e- ECW champion.
0: Um, well, well, the problem is, Cotty, you know, this is when they first came in, they buried these guys and they punished them for being WCW guys, you know. I mean, just like I guess anybody would, to, to, to be fair, for buying the company. Well, once you buried them and you jobbed them to the public, you know, the internet wrestling community or at that point the wrestling community um well now you're trying to circle the wagons and show you like oh well actually these guys are worth it like well i mean i mean don't wrong they are but you haven't portrayed them in that light at all Mm. um
1: so then we get the wwf team we get the big show uh kane the undertaker Uh, Chris Jericho and the WCW world heavyweight champion, the rock. Um, The big thing with team WWF was uh, Jericho and the rock have been at each other's throats for a while. Um, They've agreed to bury the hatchet for team WWF tonight. Uh, Jericho's on his way to being a heel. Uh, The rock is the most over guy in the entire company at this point. Um, he is the face of team WWF. He's the face of the company. Um you know, and he it would it would it would be like that for a while. Um
0: Jericho but, WCW guy also.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um you can even argue um the big show.
0: Big um, big show WCW, nice guy, guy, but WCW guy. Yeah. He's, he's keeping he's keeping count.
1: Yeah, so in this match altogether, we have four WCW guys. But half of them are on Team WWF. Uh, um, so this is this is this typical uh Survivor Series match stuff, uh, to kind of lead lead off. You know, everybody is getting tags. Everybody's getting their spots. Um, we get the first elimination. Um, it is uh, the Big Show being eliminated. Uh by Shane McMahon with a flying elbow off of the top, but that's also after, um, an angle slam, um, scissors kick from Booker. Um, oh, and then he hits a -a spinaroonie after that. Um, RVD hits a five star and then you get Shane who hits, um, the flying elbow. Uh, so it took, it took three and a half finishers. Um, but we get the big show eliminated. Um, and then The Rock immediately in, hits a clothesline, Kane hits a choke chokeslam, um, Undertaker with a tombstone, and then Jericho with a lion salt, um, and he pins Shane to eliminate him. So we're back to square one, uh, four people apiece. Um, and we are about, I want to say
0: about a third into this match. <laughs> this match is 45 minutes. Um, I remember looking at it on the like the timestamp and I was like, oh boy, this one's a this one's a doozy.
1: Yeah, this one's a this one's a you know pack of lunch. Yeah um um so getting to the next elimination um Booker runs in, um hits a sidekick on Kane. Everyone around the ring is brawling. Um RVD goes up top, hits a five star oh no sorry jumped ahead um he hits like a jumping
0: like
1: um like a side uh, kick
0: I, yeah yeah you know his little you know like mark, um, like jump in like sideways johnny cage uh type deal
1: yeah it's um if you remember the cover of the only ecw video game <laughs> to ever happen and he was on that's the it. Cover. He's spot on yeah and you look at that kick that's the kick he did uh yeah uh but that eliminates kane um so we are 4 to 3 the uh, the alliance is holding strong uh the undertaker gets his hot moment I'll say hot tag um but but he's but he's clean house um he hits a le- uh he hits a last ride on Kurt angle um booker goes to hit undertaker with a chair he kicks him; chair goes flying. He's done. Austin hits a stunner on Taker, pulls Angle on top of him to eliminate him. So it is four to two now. Uh, the the alliance has a commanding lead. We sure do. Um, uh, then we get the Rock comes in, hits a DDT, um, throws. The Rock throws Booker into Kurt Angle, knocks him off the apron, rolls up Booker T, and eliminates him. (laughs) Even in 2001, the roll-up is still the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling.
0: And we say this all the time, that wrestling will never be, never again will it be as popular as it is, or as it was back in the day, and you can hell point at any time but the crowd is so hot for this match and they are so hot for The Rock that it's not funny. And I know because I was as well (laughs) at at that time, but man, I mean, he could do no wrong. He just, I mean, he still can't, but man, he was so over.
1: (sighs) Yeah, he could have probably, he probably could have snitskied a baby and he would have been fine. He still would have been over like Oh, sorry as Matt as as Matt Lilly would say overleg rover uh nothing nothing wrong wrong with that though um so we are back into the match um it is it is Jericho and R V D uh, Jericho hits the bulldog misses the lion salt RVD hits his spinning heel kick uh split leg and moon salt um Jericho, oh gosh. I can't remember what they called it, but Jericho hits a stroke to eliminate RVD. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's gonna kill me now. Um do you remember what Jericho was calling the calling that at this point?
0: No. Um no, we're gonna have to research it, I guess. Um, but no, it was a thing of beauty.
1: Oh, it it, it was it was. It was called the breakdown. Duh.
0: The breakdown. Yeah. I should have named that <laughs> it the breakdown. Oh, yeah. man. Breaking the walls down. Yeah. No breakdown.
1: That explains
0: everything.
1: It sure does. Um, so, yeah, Jericho eliminates RVD. Um, so now we are down to The Rock and Jericho for Team WWF, Austin and Angle for Team Alliance. So, Jericho, the only WCW guy left in this match now. The only Alliance member, really. The only true yep. Alliance member that should OG. be. OG. Yeah. Um, Rock, Rock tags in. Um, he, he is now one-on-one with Kurt Angle. Um, he hits an overhead suplex. Locks in the sharpshooter. Um, Kurt Angle taps out relatively quickly. Um, like, like was not messing with that, uh, Bret Hart esque sharp sharp shooter. Um, so that that's it. Austin is the last man standing for the alliance. Um, and then we still have Jericho and The Rock over on the other side,
0: two v one.
1: Yeah, good old two v one. Um. Jericho goes for a lion salt on Austin. Austin gets the knees up. Jericho tries for a roll-up. Um, Austin rolls him over and counters it. He just lays on top of Jericho and gets the elimination. That's it. So now we are in our true form, our true state. This is one-on-one now. Um, it's the Rock. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, uh, I mean, what more could you possibly ask for?
0: Well, any any time these two guys get together, it's special. And I guess I mean anybody can say that, but but it 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 really is. It's you know I feel like you know th- they're just guys that could wrestle a hundred times and. They don't have to talk, they don't have to say anything, you know. One just knows what the other one is doing. Um, you know, through osmosis. I don't know. You just just look at each other. And again, it's not burn burner wrestling, it's not, you know, five-star matches, no, but it's good wrestling, it's everything's believable until Rock starts doing his cell job on the stunners, but. You know, everything looks good. There's no waiting for spots. There's no, you do this, I'll do that. No, it's hard hitting. It's two guys wrestling, two guys that are that you think are equally matched. And it just, it just works. It just works. And it, there doesn't have to be a heel or a face. It can be, but you don't need it. It's two competitors. And at the end of the day, I mean, you really don't know who's going to win. And I think that's why it works so well. That's why it's so good.
1: Yeah. And this was a lot of, feuds before we would get after this angle. I mean, once you know, after this is over, there are not a lot of long-term feuds that would be like this. It's yeah. a lot of the same old, same old, you know, just get in, get out.
0: Um, and, and, and those two are just so good at what they do when they wrestle each other that if Rock is, is facing off against Austin, Austin's facing Rock, you don't need, it doesn't need to be a storyline. It's Rock Austin, you know? You, you, you don't need, you don't need, you don't have to beat the, the fans over the head with, this is why this is happening. I and mean, you don't, it's Rock Austin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was what was so special about their WrestleMania 919 build was that, you know, people knew. That it was Austin's, you know, last last ride because of because you know the neck injuries are catching up, the knee injuries are always there, um, but you didn't need anything more than hey, we want to go at it,
0: you know. And if it, it, I mean, it
1: likes itself.
0: <laughs> I, I'm here to I'm here to tell you in the world where all your favorite wrestlers are coming back in their fifties and whatnot, um, there is no. I mean, what I wouldn't give for just one more Rock Austin, you know, just one. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be, uh, uh, you know, a 30-minute match. It doesn't. I'll take 15. That's probably all you need. Um, But, man, what I wouldn't give to see those guys nose and nose in the ring for one more time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think think we're all with you because that's a – I, would you say that that's the best feud in WWE history? Oh man,
0: uh, off my head, I'm gonna say no, just because I'm sure I'm uh, not thinking about whatever, whatever. But yeah. I mean, if 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 someone told me that that was their favorite and that's the best, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you're crazy!" And I'd be like, oh, "That's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. absolutely fair." Mm. Um. So,
1: right back to this match, it is bonkers bananas from here. Okay. Um, we normally try not to rant, um, especially in the middle of matches, between matches. Um, but everything from here on out is absolutely bananas.
0: Um, uh, um, you got ref bumps, you got, yeah, you know, I, get a little bit of everything
1: it's tough where 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 to start um so rock goes for a cover on austin um after he hits a stunner um nick patrick pulls earl earl hebner out <laughs> and he and he punches him um That's rock rock goes to hit nick nick patrick but then austin hits a rock bottom um which is a near fall crowd red hot for the for the for the finisher exchanges um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so austin then punches nick patrick out of the ring <laughs> um just because um
0: i, I see you want to raise you too
1: yep so then he brings earl hebner back in um <laughs> but then rock pushes austin into earl hebner and it's like the third ref bump of this match. Um now I say that to say this is that you'll see a WCW match that has multiple ref bumps in it, and it's really bad. Um this goes with everything. They are well, they were legit ref bumps. Yes. I mean
0: it's overbooked, but they were legit ref bumps.
1: Yeah. Um I think I think the thing that draws me to liking the the build to the finish here is that they're literally doing everything they can to ensure their team wins, and I mean, obviously, the grand in in the grand picture, we know what the finish is going to be. We know yeah. what's going to happen. We know um, what what's been bought. Um, you know all that, um, but but go Goes for a rock bottom, gets out of it. Um, Austin hits a stunner, um, but then he goes to cover. No referee count. So in runs in Kurt Angle. He's got WWE title in tow. Hits Austin. Kurt Angle was the swerve. He was the mole. He was mm-hmm. the undercover op, whatever you want to call it. Um, and he promised
0: Stephanie.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't forget they were you know locking lips uh before all this, so um crowd pop for it rock hits the rock bottom, pins austin um you get uh the win for team w w f vince is on the ramp like like just a power pose um cut to the back you see stephanie sitting she's like. And I was like, uh, yeah, it's still bad acting, but, um, God, this match was really good. <laughs> I know yep. we didn't do it justice, but, again, spend your 45 minutes watching it rather than listening to two schmucks rant about how great it is over a 20-minute period.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, well, like you said, when you first started out, it's got a little bit of everything. Again, is it overbooked? Absolutely. I mean, I guess it's in a bad way. You know, it, it's it's not the worst. It's not WCW overbooking. So, you know, twists um, and turns and up uh, uh, ups and downs, and just just the players, just the the primetime players, if you will, mm-hmm. um, in in this match. It's a who's who. It's it's a good match. It's a really good match, and it shows you. It's a showcase of talent that they had back then. That they. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that they don't have now, but even now, I think nowadays everybody tends to tell you, like, oh, we have this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there aren't a lot of people that can hold the title. Like, yeah, you can put it mm-hmm. on somebody, but you know if somebody's a champion or not. Like, it's just the way they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. And this time period, I mean, they had a lot of guys that could carry that load, and it was believable. Um, So, you know, just, just you know, what a time to watch wrestling.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... So, Team WWF wins, the alliance is destroyed, pay-per-view is over, um, not, not to mention um, what would come at the next pay-per-view. Um, but before that, Jeff, your final thoughts on WWF Survivor Series 2001.
0: Uh, I enjoyed it it was a good pay-per-view I actually when I first saw that we were watching it I just assumed it was going to be bad mm. you know I had to I had to rack my brain on you know what went down and you know I mean they're I mean, I mean, not like bad but yeah. like you know going off my memory to what I actually watched it was a good pay-per-view I I, I think we can always go back we can bury every show or we cannot. not you know so there's that on reviews but I think it wasn't a bad job of displaying their talent and flexing their muscle at that, you know, uh, and I guess WCW has gone, but I mean, the way they tried to give you your money's worth with talent was, was really good.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree. This is one of the better Survivor Series entries in, in the, in, in the book. Um, another, another survivor series with the undertaker and the rock in it um obviously uh this survivor series um is celebrating the rock's 25 year anniversary uh, whereas last survivor series saw the um retirement ceremony the undertaker um but to have like you said so much star power in this really shows what was on the horizon um, which is crazy because um, at next month's show it would it would be vengeance. So less than less than a month, um, but it would be uh, the tournament uh, to crown a new uh, undisputed champion, uh, which would include. Uh, oh, sorry, my stuff is uh, my my notes. Slipped away here, so I apologize. Um, but it would include um, Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, The Rock, and Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, spoiler because I don't think we'll get to it next month. Um, Stone Cold went over Kurt Angle; he was the WWF champion. Uh, Chris Jericho defeated The Rock, uh, the WW champion, and then Chris Jericho defeated Stone Cold and Chris Jericho is your new undisputed WWF champion. And to this day and age, the only person to beat both Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in the same night. That's
0: it. That's it.
1: Yeah. Um, So that is it for this episode, guys. We definitely appreciate you listening. Um, On our next episode, which will be next week, uh, it'll be TNA making its Wrestling Purist debut. It'll be Turning Point 2009.
0: All right. All right. Well, let's go. Here we go. Match number one.
1: Homicide versus Amazing Red for the exhibition championship.
0: (laughs) Amazing Red. Oh, boy okay well let's let's let's
1: do it yeah um so uh with that being said if you like what you're listening to you like what you're watching head over to patreon.com slash the wp that's t-h-e-w-p any support is greatly appreciated um my name is ryan alongside my good friend jeff Um, We here at the Wrestling Purse wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, spend some time with family, don't kill any on Friday, Um, and above all, stay pure.